when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. It's almost New Year's Eve. We've all seen the crowds at Times Square or downtown. Insert your city here. They're generally partying their butts off, wearing hats, blowing horns, and ingesting copious amounts of alcohol. But most of us, about 85%, prefer to stay home or join a small local gathering of friends. Some of us actually make it to midnight, but about 30% of us fall asleep. Another fun fact is about 67% of us make New Year's resolutions and only 10% of them succeed. Why is that? We all know the ebb and flow of resolutions. We set a simple or lofty goal to achieve, only to find that we slip up a day, a week, or a month later. That gives us permission to try again next year. So here's a few fun facts about that. An average of 44% of Americans make New Year's resolutions before the night is over. Only 31% of those people stick to it with the promises that they've made to themselves within the prior year and a whopping 81% fail by February. Four of the most popular types of goals are exercise, eat well, lose weight, and save money. A resolution is defined as resolving or determining an action, a course of action, a method, procedure, etc. Some will succeed and some will fail. With each new year, if we set the same resolution, we continue to give ourselves permission to try again next year. But what about reinvention? Each year, we kind of reinvent by making resolutions. We aim to reinvent ourselves by exercising, eating better, losing weight, or saving money. Yet, reinvention has a slightly different meaning. To invent again or anew, especially without knowing that the invention already exists. To make or make over, as in a different form, or to bring back and revive. So, when we try again, we revive a resolution. When we remake, we reconstruct our lives in a different form. When we invent again, we give ourselves permission to keep trying until we're happy with the results. Albert Einstein once said, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. So, by viewing the new year as a period of reinvention versus resolution, you give yourself permission to fail and try a different way. A resolution is just something that tells us to wait till next year. A reinvention has no due date or end date. Let me share a journey of how I've resolved to reinvent. 
When I wrote my first book in 2013, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon, I had no idea what I was doing. I had dreams of huge sales and success and riches. I would not say I was disappointed, but I would say that reality did not live up to the hype. It was a slog selling books. I followed all the experts who came before me, copied and used their methods and formulas, and still, I only sold what the average author does. About 100 books. I made a website, held release parties online and in person, got interviews on podcasts, sent out press releases, and still, it was a struggle. But I did not give up. I reinvented. I started giving free speeches and traveling all over the place. I was selling around 10 books per trip, pocketing about $200 per speech, which was better than a free meal. I was making progress. When all was said and done, I sold over 2,500 books in my first year. Then, I followed up with books 2, 3, and 4. It's not about you, the workbook. It's not about you. It's about bacon bits and the bacon system. But it was hard to get rebooked to give speeches again. So that started to wane as well. By the time I got to my fifth book, I realized I was no longer in the book selling business. I was in the content distribution business. I didn't care if I sold one book. This book was to be given away to quality prospects as a way of showing that my approach to their needs was a solution that was unique and more successful than traditional marketing methods. That started working and my business grew. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the books are still very relevant. But now I need to reinvent or update the content to keep them relative to today's marketplace. But that's a learning process and has helped me to reinvent my business, myself, and hopefully my clients' businesses. So let me tell you how this year I'm going to reinvent a couple of different things. My business, networking, and relationships. My business has gone from trying to teach and educate a broad, expansive audience to just a focused few. I now understand who my perfect client is, and I've continued to build my business by only serving four clients at a time. Sure, I could scale and serve more, but that would dilute the one thing that makes it so successful, my ability to be accessible and integrate myself into the success of my client's business. When it comes to networking, that's evolved from 20 meetings per month with anyone who could breathe and had a wallet or a credit card to a very specific group of people who can lead me to connections with those who potentially could be perfect clients. It's more of an ongoing one-on-one approach as opposed to the hectic spray-and-pray method of most networking. This has become much better and more focused and faster. It's also become necessary and relevant since I moved to a new city and started out with only a few connections. Now, I can see how this approach helps to meet people who know people who could lead me to great business relationships. 
The old way was just appealing to my tribe, my audience, and my ego. This is much better. When it comes to relationships, I still follow my tribe, and I reach out to 150 relevant contacts per month. The main difference is I am more focused on actively replacing less successful relationships with new, more relevant, and possibly successful ones. It doesn't mean that I'll stop talking to those who used to be in my top 150. On the contrary, they'll remain in the big picture of my main 1500 connections in my CRM. I'm just replacing them in my daily 10-10-10 system. I still maintain about 1500 connections, but the top 150 will always evolve to get the most attention. So let me leave you with some final thoughts, and that is learning leads to reinvention. If you commit to trying and failing, you're on the right track. One of the major ways I've been able to continue to learn is interviewing people on this podcast. Not everyone has the time and resources to do that, but I'm sure you have time to listen. So dig in, do a search, find a topic that interests you, and continue to listen and learn from the experts I've been blessed to get to know. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>